This is a Federal News Network podcast. As agencies finalize their fiscal 2022 budgets, which are traditionally due to OMB by mid-September, they're getting a few last-minute tools to help them. The CIO Council and GSA are reawakening the use of technology business management, or TBM standards, to help connect IT costs with outcomes. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller explains why the TBM guide comes at a good time. And Jason joins me now with the details. Jason, a quick refresher. What is technology business management, the TBM? This has been a priority since 2017 when really the Office of Management Budget said to agencies, we want you to better connect your IT costs with the IT outcomes. It's not so much about a new standard or a new process, but understanding for every dollar that's spent on technology, what are you getting for it and how to really explain to non-IT people what they're getting for it. And I think that's one of the most interesting things that's come across during the pandemic is all of a sudden non-IT people are going, hey, you know, that IT thing, that's really important for us to meet our mission. And in, in fact, you see that at VA really specifically when they talked about their trusted Internet connections, which is a cybersecurity, you know, kind of framework, set of standards, a tool to set up to, to connect you know, VA applications to the cloud back to VA and, and make sure the data is moving. And what's fascinating, Tom, is the all of a sudden questions started to be asking, like, well, we're not going to really fund that. And then when the pandemic hits, it's like, oh, maybe we should fund it because we really do need this connectivity. So really, TBM is a way to really express that in a simple way. Yeah, a way to quantify what you're buying and uh, as opposed to just what you're spending. And so this new guide from the CIO Council, this is to help the IT requests that will be included in 2022? And obviously beyond, it's a simple guide, meeting IT priorities with TBM. It's something developed by the CIO Council, by uh, the General Services Administration's Office of Government-Wide Policy, and what they call the Federal Technology Investment Management Community of Practice. And what this guide does, it really just tries to illustrate the IT cost transparency using TBM standards and, and labels through different pieces and parts of the IT priorities. And this includes really, Tom, anything from cybersecurity, like continuous diagnostics and mitigation, to data center consolidation, to simple things like just CPIC, you know, capital planning investment control processes, where does, how does TBM fit in? And then they crosswalk between the two. I spoke with Kelly Morrison, who's a former performance analyst at the Office of Management and Budget, and is now over at Grant Thornton leading Grant Thornton's TBM practice. And really what she told me was the guide really is, is an important piece to helping CIOs, budget analysts, and really others working in the CPIC community to integrate TBM and really deal with that change management. Because really, if, if there's no value in something like TBM, unless if people start to use it and understand the value, the, the, the benefits you get from it. And if you can add it to the various processes, products, planning, programming, all these pieces and parts that come together, it's really lays out a really important map for agencies to say, where are we going to invest our money? Why are we going to invest our money? And then what do we get from that investment? And does this justification using the TBM replace what used to be the Exhibit 53s, the the types of justifications for IT that were very popular years ago? It doesn't replace them, but what it does do is it builds on top of them. Because what OMB is really asking, has been asking agencies to do, is slowly but surely bring in TBM standards, gather the data, understand where that data is coming from, and then use that data. And and the way TBM works, and we're not going to try to get into all the details, but they have a lot of IT cost pools and IT towers. And that's just a way of kind of segregating and, and putting the data and the information in specific 
buckets and then understanding how those buckets work. And all this laid out, Tom, is in the brand-new circular A11 guidance. You know how I love me them circulars. But uh, this just came out in July from OMB to really help agencies in that 2022 and beyond budget planning. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And there's also something, a tool, I guess you could call it, called Folio coming out from GSA in this regard. How does that all fit in? So this is an IT portfolio management tool. And this really is developed, again, from the federal ECPIC, so the Electronic CPIC Steering Committee. And, and what they're doing here is they're saying, we're going to take the old tool and move it to this new tool called Folio. It's pretty straightforward. They, they've done some testing between March and July. They moved just all the 13,000 records, 2,600 investments. So the, the data is all there on federalnewsnetwork.com for people to see. But what we're, what they're really trying to do here is, is just give agencies a, a better tool to do create this CPIC, the capital planning investment control process. And again, it's not necessarily related directly to TBM, but it all fits in nicely together because you need to have a CPIC tool, you need the TBM standards, you need the data, you need to be able to connect the dots, if you will, from, again, need to investment, to value, to outcome, to, okay, what comes next? And Jason, here's a topic related to IT management. There was a hearing last week the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, FATARA hearing. And when the Education Department appeared, the members of Congress didn't really care about that much about FATARA, did they? They didn't, and the reason why is because actually the Education Department is doing quite well. They got an A-plus back in December. They got a B-plus this past report card number 10. But really what the members really grilled CIO Jason Gray about was the recent Washington Post article about a potential data breach that the Department of Education suffered. And what... What you know, the only questions he got, Jason Gray got, was really related to cybersecurity and the data breach. And Congressman Stephen Lynch from Massachusetts, really about 52 minutes into the hearing, really came across pretty hard and said, what happened here? Why are we still where we're at today? And what's going on with your cybersecurity? And of course, uh, Jason Gray was ready for it because I'm sure he was prepared for that question. And he, interestingly enough, Tom, I have to say this was one of the first times I've seen this. He came out and said the article was incorrect. The department did not leave open a database for many months where a lot of potential personal information was was left out there for people to see. He compared it, and I thought this was a really good analogy. He said it was like in a bank, there's a vault. In the vault, there's safety deposit boxes. And what happened basically was someone left a safety deposit box open, but no one could get in the vault except for trusted parties, trusted employees. And when they what they did was they locked the vault. They locked the, the safety deposit box and nobody could get in. And he goes, it was one file out of 7 million folders that this user inadvertently allowed others in the department permission to have access to. So I thought it was a really good way to really explain what happened, how it happened, and the steps they're taking to make sure it does not happen again. While it blew up from a Washington Post story, of course, really the, the truth here, according to Jason Gray, the CIO, and others who, a third party who did the assessment of it, they really did call it a low-risk incident. And I thought it was interesting the way, even though education does a nice job with Fatara, this is what the members of Congress, the members of the, the House Committee were really focused on. All right. Well, they say darkness dies in democracy. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.